This week, I asked a version of that community time question to my followers and friends on Facebook. What simple rules do you use to make your lives better? And I loved the answers. One person wrote, I put life maintenance as a recurring appointment on my calendar. So I know when I will have the time and that I will have the time to do laundry and file papers. Rule one, one person wrote, stop drinking when you start to feel good. Number two, keep promises. Another person wrote, if you can't say hell yes, then say no. I also discovered that Gretchen and I have the same rule about exercise socks. That if we put our exercise socks on in the morning, that means we're going to exercise. And we mostly put them on. A few that I didn't add onto that list that I'll share with you now. One that I always have had since a kid is whenever you're going grocery shopping, always know where the eggs are in the basket. And one that we like in our house is before we go on our electronics, we have to do our physical therapy. It's amazing what a little incentive will do to get the job done. Simple rules, I think, are seductive, right? The idea that we could have a few things that we set our minds to do in the complexity of life and come out okay, it's seductive, and yet it sometimes feels like it's a bit lacking. Because life's complex, right? Maybe too complex. Too complex for simple maxims, too complex for simple ideas. I mean, just look around you. It's hard to know what is going on, let alone what to do and when and how. And it seems impossible to understand all of it or even any of it. There are just too many factors and variables. There's so many people independently working, going about their lives, making choices and the decisions that impact other people, people they don't even know, people they'll never meet, or people they know all too well. I mean, I've been thinking this week, when should I have bought stock in GameStop, right? I mean, who, someone should have told me about this that was going to go on. The emerging field of complexity science gives us a gift, though. For they find behind complexity lies simplicity. That even the most complicated situations and circumstances can, if you look at it in the right way, find the simple rules that form the basis of the complexity and at times the mystery. That what often looks chaotic and confusing, confusing without order and impossible to figure out how to understand, react to, or engage with is actually simply a set of agents or individuals following a few separate and simple rules. A great example of this is the shoaling practices of fish. You know, you see these beautiful videos of these fish all kind of dancing together, moving in a way that is not all in the same direction or all seemingly with the same intention, and yet they're clustered and moving in this kind of evolving being. Now, scientists have long tried to understand what goes into the generation of these complex shoals, and they found that actually there's only a few simple rules that the fish follow. 
the fish choose a shoalmate, which is by far my favorite word I learned this week, a shoalmate. A fish that is of similar size and appearance to them, and they simply follow that fish. And each fish chooses another fish. And so they follow each other around, but as they're following each other around, if they see danger, they move away from it. And so in this mass of movement, individuals making individual choices, they protect each other for they can have eyes everywhere. They can have eyes everywhere. And if your shoalmate sees danger and moves away, well, so do you. And so the mass of fish actually is quite simple. It's a game of follow the leader when everyone's a leader. It's the same way that we see the complexity of a flock of birds can be distilled down to a few simple rules. One, avoid collisions. Two, head in the same direction as your nearest neighbors. And three, stay close to your nearest neighbors when a bird and birds follow these directions, they flock together, dancing in the sky, avoiding predators and keeping them together for the safety that is in numbers. In his book, Simple Rules, Donald Soul writes, simple rules work, it turns out, because they do three things well. First, they confer the flexibility to pursue new opportunities while maintaining consistency. Second, they produce better decisions. When information is limited and time short, simple rules make it fast and easy for people, organizations, governments to make sound choices. They can even outperform complicated decision-making approaches in most situations. Three, simple rules allow the members of a community to synchronize their activities with one another on the fly. I mean, imagine if all of the fish in the shoal had to go to a committee meeting to decide what to do when they see the shark coming. Probably wouldn't be as effective, right? Simple rules are effective because they're flexible. They allow information to be used where it's needed, and they allow the synchronicity of a community to dance together. I mean, this is what makes sports possible, what makes dance possible is a few set of rules that allow us to move together. It's what makes community possible, right? Because there's something that happens when we move together, when bodies come into this dance of life in which they synchronize, not in doing the same thing, but by doing complementary things that so they can accomplish something more. They can amplify the good and the love that is found within each of them. My favorite example of this in another context is that of the Millennium Bridge that was opened in London in the year 2000. It was this beautiful bridge. It was supposed to look like an arc of light jumping over the River Thames. And it was only open for two days before it was shut down for two years. Because as people walked onto the bridge, they started to notice that the bridge started to sway. Now all bridges sway, right? It's a normal part. Engineers design bridges to have movement. It's a way of dissipating force. It's a way of responding to an environment that is not stagnant, that doesn't sit still. It's a way of being flexible, in fact, is to move. 
But the problem with this bridge was that the bridge was moving almost a meter from side to side and they didn't know why. And so they stopped everyone from getting on the bridge. They were confounded. They looked at all the different parts. They looked at the materials, the land. They tried to figure out what exactly was causing the sway. They looked at all of the complicated answers, but it turned out to be rather simple. It turned out that as people started to walk on the bridge, the bridge started to move a little bit. And as the bridge started to move a little bit, people started to adapt their movement to the bridge's movement. But in this case, their adaptation furthered the movement of the bridge side to side. So as more people stepped onto the bridge, adapting to the circumstances they found themselves in subconsciously, not even thinking about it, they too participated in the movement of the bridge, even more amplifying the effect unconsciously of those they were moving towards. The answer was simple. It was people adapting to the environment and trying to maintain steadiness. It was the simple rules of, I wanna stay upright and the world is moving that found this dance that we were in together. Each small step contributed to something larger and larger. And this is what it is to be human, and it is a gift. Emergence is the ways that complex systems and patterns arise from small interactions. One fish following another, one bird keeping close to its neighbor, one person walking into onto a bridge and adapting their gait, one person sitting beside each other and breathing. Emergence is the way that complexity arises from simplicity. And sometimes we find this emergence to be a pattern of fractals, something that is repeated starting from the small flowing out to every scale of complexity I'm an opportunity, simply repeating the same pattern of breath, of follow the leader, of adapt to the circumstance, which is what I think is the saving message in all of this is that we can be free in the small because the small becomes the all in that mass web of life. Because in practicing the small, we become the pattern and start to feed out into the system of the whole, even if we cannot imagine or discern all of the complex realities. Which means that any one of us doesn't have to do it all, understand it all, be it all. That the fact that you can only control yourself is enough to make ripples on all that is. This world feels overwhelming at times to know what to do. How do we affect change? How do we keep going? Even our interior world, interior world. How do I understand what is going on or even know what to do? Am I actually important? Is my contribution worthwhile? Simple rules that help us feed back. Simple rules that we can follow help us live better lives, and then by doing so, help others live better lives too, like the fish, like the birds, and the breath. There is, of course, something communal about our living. And so I wonder what practices we might as a community pick up, small practices, 
practices of tiny shifts that when applied allow us to be like the fish and the birds dancing together, noticing our surroundings, finding our place in a great system of being. What simple rules might we adopt as families or faith communities that when we act on them together, like rules in a dance, allow us to change the course of history. And so my challenge for you this week, as you go about your days and your families and your neighborhoods and your workplaces, and in all of those places that you encounter other beings is to wonder to yourself, what simple habits or practices when applied together would contribute to each of us freely and without coercion, mobilizing together for a better life for all. I mean, each fresh fish is free to go their own way, but there is something that tells them to join together to find their shoal and their shoal mate, giving up control of the whole, trusting in the whole to move them closer to life, resting in the grace of their smallness, being enough. What practices might we take up that would ripple out into all our ways of being as simple as breathing, as simple as following the leader when there are none, as simple as seeking a story in another, as simple as putting that reminder on the calendar to do that stuff of life. What simple rules, what we might agree on together that might just change everything. Amen, and blessed be.